0: I don't want a job. I just want to work. I don't want a job. I just want Uh, hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, whatever time you're listening to this, <laughs> welcome to the OJ Harper podcast. Helping help creators pursue their passion. I am your host, OJ Harper, ex- um, also known as Demi, also known as Jonathan, also known as John John. All these different people are, are obviously very confused about what to call me, so I like to say all the names. <laughs> I'm joined by a very special guest. I have known her for a long time. Uh, my first memory of her was when she. Um, I was microwaving gelof or something, <laughs> and she told me she told me I had to cover the jalof because of um, radiation from the microwave. But you know, that's my most fun really? memory of
1: yes, Are you yes for me, yes,
0: yes, oh, yes.
1: Wow! Um, <laughs> you don't remember this? I feel this? like people have really abrupt memories of me. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's everyone I've met had their first interaction with me is always something. Outlandish on my <laughs> part, but then I think that goes to speak on my character as a as a person. Yeah, because I I've heard so many stories like people are like oh the first time I met you i Z I'm like oh shit I did that. Oh, my. <laughs> but yeah,
0: but I covered that right still. You did. Yes, I did. And
1: I'm sure you have done ever since then. As I well. have. The new lesson I want to tell you is To minimise your microwave usage, But that's a discussion for a whole
0: lot uh, we, we, We're going to talk about that <laughs> We're going to talk about that Well, first off Let me just introduce you properly Thank okay. you um, This is Wumi And also known as Angry Black Wumi one and only The one and only The one and only <laughs> Welcome Welcome Thank you for joining me
1: Thank you for having me here
0: <laughs> she, she Finally she, she fought me, basically She, um mm. Basically, yeah.
1: <laughs> Basically, what had happened was... <laughs>
0: We've been talking about this for a while. Oh. For, for a long time. <laughs> um, and she k- kindly reminded me
1: <laughs> of Twitter. <Kindly. laughs> Okay.
0: So, so why haven't I come come on your your
1: thing yet? After <laughs> seeing a certain <laughs> I was like, wow! Before me, I feel like I really should always be at like, the top of. Look, the- I was savoring savoring right. your appearance okay. still. All right, I'm uh, saying. <laughs> I'll
0: take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Again, welcome to the OJ Harbour podcast. Um, if you guys um don't know. Use the hashtag OJHPod and you can join in the discussion. Today is going to be very interesting. The reason why I wanted to bring you on this as well mm-hmm. is because of your you're a very creative person, and we're going to talk about all the crazy stuff you do. All the crazy, all of stuff them, I every did. single thing, every single one. Um, but as with my as I always tell my guests, mm-hmm. what's your story? How did you get here today?
1: <laughs> if we're going to keep it short and sweet, I no, can no, be no, beat no. Not, no. Don't need to keep it too short.
0: Like. <laughs> Not two sentences, tell okay. your story.
1: The story, the, the <clears throat> in terms of when someone says, how did I get here today? If I'm being 100% with you, um, I had a baby at 19 and I was like, oh shit, yeah, I've got to fix up. Mm. That's really what it was. If you really want to go into it, um, I don't know, a lot of the things that I thought I'd do, as you know, like when you're younger and you're in school and you're like, mm. oh, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. Yeah. A lot of that was taken away from me. Mm. whether intentionally or unintentionally due to family not agreeing with it or just it not aligning with whatever was going on in my life in that time yeah. and so as I've grown and made certain decisions mm. it's kind of just led me here mm. but something that I've come to realise is nothing is an accident mm. there's no such thing, I don't believe in coincidences yeah. did I say that right? yeah yeah I don't believe in coincidences. Um, everything that happens was meant to happen, yeah. it was bound to happen. It's the the universe, the mm. world aligns everything as it should be aligned. Yeah. And um in due time you come to realise that as well. It's taken mm. me what, twenty six years, but I'm now very aware of that and I move intentionally with that in mind. So like I I strive on Continuously learning lessons From anything and everything I go through Mm. Because when you actually Look back at them And you take the lesson from it And you've learned that lesson The universe knows And then you can move on Mm. To your next challenge Yeah Um, I feel like a lot of us Constantly find ourselves Repeating the same scenarios Just covered in different ways And then we're like Why does this keep happening to me But Because Mm. the four, five, six, seven times It's happened to you prior You've not learned the lesson Yeah Until you learn that lesson yeah. Uh, it's gonna keep happening. Yeah. So yeah. So true. <laughs> so um yeah, and that's that's it. And now I'm here as a creative. Um yeah. I feel like it's a very, very big blanket.
0: How would you describe what a creative is, like to you personally? To
1: me personally, a creative is someone that it's all in the name that creates mm. in any way, shape, or form. I feel like there have been instances where I've seen that people kind of refer to one person as a creative and the other person not as a creative because Mm -hmm. they don't do a particular thing. Whereas if you are making or creating anything, Mm -hmm. regardless of what it is, you're a creative. Even like the most basic of things. I'm trying to think of something simple, like even something as simple as like, I can't think of something simple because I just feel like it's very, every if someone said to me they're an interior designer they're a creative because you know mm. they're doing that um, I feel like a lot of people believe that oh to be a creative you have to be you can't
0: you have to be artistic or something like you have like to be that.
1: artistic or something on those lines but there's so much mm. more to it because if you break down the word if we look for dictionary definition of a creative I'm sure it's gonna be. <laughs> it's right. gonna be pretty simple. Someone that creates. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Um, uh, yeah. I let's think. let's actually find the dictionary okay. definition so that I can my point can be solidified because I don't cool. have my phone on me.
0: Cool. Um, relating to or involving the use of the imagination or original ideas to create something. There we go. Or yeah, that's what it says.
1: Yeah. So. Anyone that's using their own mind mm. Their own ideas And bringing it to life It's a creative point blank period
0: There's, um, there's a quote by Einstein okay. Saying um, everybody is born an artist mm. The problem is remaining an artist when you grow up well, I think he's using the term artist very loosely yeah. I don't think he means necessarily someone that paints, paints yes. But someone like that Literally you make up things Like when you're a child You make up stories and you're you're very inquisitive. Your, yeah, your imagination is just... Yeah. <laughs> it's a loose cannon. Yeah. And as you grow, you're encouraged Society to... Society yeah. kind
1: of shrinks all of that down. Um, I was even... It's weird. I have these things and I want to I figure out a way to put these thoughts I have into some kind of creative thing. Mm. But um, when I'm driving, I always have random thoughts. And today, my random thought was... Um, I was recently listening to the Audible book, um, The Secret. Mm -hmm. So I've been very privy to the whole law of attraction thing for Mm -hmm. years, but I've never actually taken my time to like take it in in its entirety. So the other day I was having a conversation with a friend. Um, He was like, just listen to Audible books. I have a really weird thing with audio books. I'm like, why at my big age am I going to let some next voice read a bedtime story to me? (laughs) But, you know... Fixed mindset kind of thing. Um, I obviously took myself away from that and I listened to it. it took me two gym sessions. Completed oh, wow. the secret. Um, and one thing they mentioned in there is also something I've been privy to, but it's not something I've really taken in or thought much about. Is how time is an illusion. Mm-hmm. And my daughter was talking to me today in the car, and she said to me. <laughs> It's so funny because it actually made me laugh. She wanted to make a joke and mm. I didn't get it at first. And she was like to me, mommy, you said to me trees don't cost money. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I'm driving. so I look at her, but I have to keep my eyes on the road. I'm like, what? She was like, no, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, no, what do you mean? She's like, don't worry. Just listen. I'm like, okay. You said mm. trees don't cost money. I was like, okay. And I was like, wait, when did I say that to you? She said, it was a long time ago when I was in year one yesterday or something. Oh. And, but trees don't cost money. You said trees don't cost money. I was like, okay. Mm. But they do because we buy Christmas trees. And it was like a and <laughs> dush moment. <laughs> and I kid you oh, not. No. At first I didn't want But <sighs> as I was driving, I was like, oh, my God, you're so funny. But what I want to touch on is when she said to me, you said this to me a long time ago when I was in year one, yeah. yesterday, all in one sentence. Yeah. And it's something I've noticed because Mm -hmm. technically she was in year one exactly a year ago. But to a child, they have no sense of time because time is an illusion. No one can tell me otherwise. They really have no sense of time. But as we grow older, Mm. society tells us time is important. Time Mm. is this. Keep to time. And I feel like also us as black people inherently know time is an illusion especially when it comes to us, you know, the whole black man time thing. But if you look back at like the Egyptians, there were so many things they were capable of that Mm. in this day and age with all the technology (laughs) we have, we cannot explain how certain things were done. Yeah. And, so when she said that to me it really all of in that moment I was like, time really is a bloody illusion because yeah. as a child you have no sense of time but as you grow up, society and the things mm. you're meant to do kind of instill the concept of time mm. into you And I was like, yo and and you know what my daughter teaches me things every day and it's mm. so weird um yeah, so time is an illusion yeah. and I think it's something we should all be
0: conscious of it's true you know because like especially now because there's a people are are very they're more and even more conscious of time and they're feeling the pressure of it they're like oh i'm 21 midlife crisis wait what (laughs) (laughs) you should not have you shouldn't be having like (sighs) it's not midlife quarter life crisis should not be a thing but it is a thing because because of the pressure
1: Realistically, what is quarter life because quarter life for someone that dies at 30 is not the same as someone mm, that dies up. Exactly. Country. So what exactly, what is it? this is why I say time is an illusion. Because, you know, we all have this thing where we need to do X, Y, and Z by X, Y, and Z time. But you don't know how much time you yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. So you say you want to do this by the time you're 35. Maji, who told you you're going to make it to mm. 35? As horrible as that sounds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, by, by the time I'm 25, I want to do this. Mm. Some of our peers did not make it to 25. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like that whole concept of time, as much as it's needed to maneuver the world Mm. because the concept of time is now a universal thing. Even when you look at universal time, there Mm. is no universal time. Mm. We are sitting here and it's 3.48 on Saturday, the 9th of (laughs) March, 2019. And in a country somewhere on this same (laughs) (laughs) God-given earth... It is a completely different day and, and yeah. a completely different time. Yeah. Doesn't make sense.
0: In fact, when they discussed, I think they were discussing whether to keep daylight saving. Yeah. I think or they're not. scrapping
1: that. Um, I, I remember reading that something somewhere mm. about how the clock's going forward and back and all that is going to be scrapped. Yeah. But that in itself tells you how much of an illusion it is because yeah. it's it's all a concept. It's a concept that's mm-hmm. been given to us to keep us, you know, functioning in this matrix. Yeah.
0: And it's also very relative. So, like, for z- <clears throat> I heard that someone that I'm not a scientist, so mm. please don't come at me <laughs> or correct me, because I like to learn. But they say that people are taller people experience time differently than okay. people that are shorter. That's
1: interesting. And um,
0: <clears throat> apparently,
1: the- I suddenly want to call out so many people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are they always like-
1: late? <laughs> no, it's just short people. I be mean, like, okay, a lot of it makes sense. This. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> stop <laughs> oh, me oh, if you're choice, don't come at me please. Um, oh good
0: and um, also there's like for example I can't remember what it's called um, but there's a concept where a car is going down the road it's speeding down the road and mm. you can hear the rev the engine revving mm-hmm. um, someone standing at one end of the road will hear it at a certain point and someone standing at another side of the road will hear it at a certain point but the sound started at the exact That's same it. time yeah I don't know if it's... I, don't, I didn't... Does the way they explained more it...
1: Does that have to do with sound travel? Not necessarily.
0: I'm not really explaining it mm. properly. Mm. But, like... It's not like this person was, like, at the other side of the road. Yeah. They were quite close. Yeah. <clears throat> but they heard it at different times. But it happened at the same time. Like... Yeah. But I don't, someone needs to point this out to me I think yeah. I'm just Yeah, but
1: there's a, there's a theory, I'm sure there's some kind of theory behind Yeah, it. but oh, I can't,
0: there's a term and right. Someone might be able to point it out to me But like, again, time is also very relative, relative. So people are just like, oh, I don't want to be a millionaire By the time I'm 25 I'm like, most millionaires weren't millionaires But I'm Oprah got success when she was 40 something Or something like that mm. I'm flipping the guy that played God uh, <laughs> Jim <laughs> um, Carrey no, no, not Jim Carrey. Oh. Um, Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Moby
1: Freeman, okay. He didn't get his
0: big break until he was really old. And then same for Samuel Jackson. He didn't yeah. get his big break until, like, Pulp Fiction. Okay. So, like, people are just like, oh, I want to be successful when I'm in my 20s. Because and I'm just like, you in your 20s? Mean,
1: come yeah. on. I feel like that also goes back to a conversation I've seen recently on black excellence. Yeah. Um, A lot of people, when they're discussing black excellence, those are the... the f- the figures you're seeing mm. as a definition or as something to strive towards for black excellence. Black excellence has now, it's when conversations are being had, it's being conflated with wealth. Mm. Um, and that's where the whole, oh, I need to be a millionaire by yeah. X, Y, and Z, because people feel like unless they are wealthy, they're not excellent enough. Mm. They're not good enough. And, and that's also, that may be a different discussion, but that's mm. also a thing that's, kind of putting us it's like the the images we're seeing and the positive images we're seeing not to say there's anything wrong with that but we really need to mix it up because constantly seeing someone like Diddy Mm. thrust in your face kind of tells you you need to do that whereas you know someone as basic as you know I can't think of a prominent average black person, but they, they exist. Mm. I'll use an example. Someone like Auntie Caroline. Mm. When I, Auntie Caroline for context, (laughs) Jonathan's auntie. um, She's a boss. Amazing, amazing woman. Um, And when I see her post on Facebook, I'm like that, that's, you know, that's an Mm. average woman that you Mm. can tell has done what she needs to do in life and is living her best life now. And it's like, it's it's okay to see average people and yeah. to look up to them as opposed to only looking up to wealth. I'd aspire to have a life like Auntie exactly. Caroline's. Auntie Caroline has raised her children, other children, mm-hmm. and is now living her best life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. everything's gonna happen in reverse. We're all gonna look after her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 this thing of where the imagery of positiveness is always is never given to us unless they're of a certain status or of a yeah. certain wealth and, and that in itself is detrimental to our health because yeah. we then look at that and that's what we're taking in and we're beating ourselves up because we're not there yet. But realistically, a lot of us, and I mean, I don't know the stats, mm. but majority of us are doing so much better than our parents did mm. at this age. facts yeah. fact, I know yeah. people on salaries that my relatives of an older generation, I'm not going to specifically say aunties or uncles or anything, mm. but of that generation yeah. have not seen in their lifetime. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, we're not doing anything wrong, mm. but there's so much we're seeing as that's what you need to aspire to. You just need to constantly try and be better. That's all yeah. you need to do. It never needs to be a, I have to be X, Y, and Z because then we're all going to go mad. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, this is like this tough conversation. Yeah. We have, we're gonna pick it up again at another point. Um but um I can edit it, it's fine. Okay. Upstairs, first left. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh let's leave it there, so just for jokes. <laughs> um Um Angry Black Woman, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when did that term you've told me before.
1: I've experienced it, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay.
0: But um just for the listeners.
1: Okay.
0: Explain where that came from. All
1: right. So angry black woman is a term I coined for myself off of the back of the very unnecessary stereotype angry black woman. Yeah. Um um I have a thorough explanation of it and I'm just going to kind of read the first the part that kind of explains it to you. So this is me basically reading I had to write this out to make it easier for people because it gets tiring having to explain it over and over and over again. Um, So here I go. I coined the name angry black woman off the back of the commonly used term angry black woman that has been used to describe and denigrate black women over the years without regard as to how we feel about constantly being labeled angry. The term is commonly used whenever black women express emotion in any form, whether it be hurt, fear or passion. Ugh. For some reason, every action is seen through the foggy lens of this stereotype, ugh, insinuating our emotions are a monolith and creating a poisonous environment where many black women feel the need to suppress all emotion. This confinement of only being free to express themselves emotionally in specific niche settings are not imposed upon other women. When people see my alias, it sparks conversation and an opportunity to educate others on how harmful the <coughs> term is for other black women that are tired of defending themselves. You've made an assumption that I'm angry, hence why you think it will affect me professionally. And secondly, any work prospects, it does affect where well not for me, as I don't work with people that subscribe to the stereotype. Uh-huh. So my thing is, when you see the term, I just want someone to think angry, question, black, fat, woman, woman her my name (laughs) (laughs) so that is basically where it came from um when I made my website for my uh food business um it was something it was something I was conscious that a lot of people ask because I had a meeting um the week before a few weeks before with a lovely lady an amazing marketing lady um, and she said to me, have you considered how the term would, the name will affect you? And I was like, yes, I know. Um, she like, obviously, because it has negative connotations. I'm like, but it shouldn't, mm. realistically. Um, and I get the fact that, you know, you see angering, you're just like, oh, whoa, you just, you're going to run. But realistically, it's it's like the term, it's like when people use black and dark mm. and... Within society, they're synonymous to bad and awful and horrible and all these other bad words. But most of the time, black is, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most beautiful colours on the colour spectrum.
0: It goes Um, with everything, right?
1: Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, there's a colour in this world that goes with everything. But in the dictionary, anything that relates to it Mm. is negative. It doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah that's just kind of how that term has come around and the more I think of it the more set in stone I am with my decision to use yeah. that name because um, one a lot of people don't want to give you the opportunity to even have that conversation and be yeah. angry black they you know use the term yeah. the name they're like oh no well like I had an email <laughs> I, um so occasionally I do contracting work um, for various marketing agencies and I sent my invoice And um, my invoice what I, The system website I use for my invoicing Is connected to my Angry Black woman yeah. email address So I've sent that Although professionally I just use my professional email address Which mm. just, would just be my first and surname um, So I've sent that Totally not thinking of that So he's seen it and he responded to the email Like oh got your invoice um, But that's an aggressive email address oh, isn't God. it And you know like I, mm. I was so tempted to like type out exactly how I felt in that moment. I was like, you know what? No, because mm. regardless, you're still going to pay me. Yeah. yeah I have got yeah, the job exactly. done. You're going to pay me. <laughs> I'm not really losing out. That. That's how you feel, yeah. but it's not the reality. Mm. So if you can't have the conversation with me, that's fine. Mm. It's not for you. I'm yeah. not for you. And that's exactly. fine. More in, in all honesty, that's your own loss. Because mm. anyone that's around me will tell you, i the complete opposite yeah. do you know what I mean so it doesn't bother me when people say to me oh no but won't that affect you no it won't because mm. if you if you have a problem with that and you're not open enough to even wanting to have a discussion you're not for me mm. I won't be able to tolerate you and when I yeah. can't tolerate people then that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole different book so it, it, it it's, it's I the more I do it and the more I use it and the more it's it's brought to light and like I see that even though it's small things I'm doing, they're things that people, my peers are noticing, and mm. that in itself means a lot to me. It solidifies my, my stance in using it, mm. and, and I'm okay with that. Mm. It's not for you. Not everything will be for you, and that's fine. Exactly.
0: Exactly, it's it's, it's very tongue in cheek as well. Yeah. So people that see it and don't and they can't recognize that it's actually tongue in cheek. Yeah, like, it, they, they, yeah,
1: it's usually time. people like that that don't get, and 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 that's fine. It's mm. just I'm just yeah. not for you. That's
0: exactly. alright. And I guess people asking questions like, okay, is it just as seem like it's okay you're angry? It's like okay, so, so what are you
1: angry that. about? Yeah,
0: can okay, let's have a chat about. it Let's have a conversation. No, let's like, educate. Exactly. So uh, yeah, it's it's a brilliant name though. Thank I love the name. It's really cool. Really cool. You're quite good at names.
1: I am, you know. Um, you know what, yeah, the more I think about this, everyone says this to me, I'm like, you know what, I'm pretty awesome at everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't, it's, I can't take all the, like, glory for it. I feel mm. like my mum always, you know what, my mum used to cuss me about my like, English skills growing up. Mm. She always used to get onto me. She was like, ah, you, English girl, beautiful. You can't speak English. Because really? <laughs> I felt English GCSEs. Oh, my God. No, I actually felt English lit. I didn't right. feel. What's the other one? This English lit and uh, English language, you know. Pff, pff, Whatever the two DCSEs are. I think it was the one just, that yeah. you have to read and you know dissect yeah. the books and all of that. I felt that one. The other one just... I did fine. Um, so yeah, um, but my mum's, I, I believe she majored in English, mm. um, a combination of English and um, music, um, and yeah, so and she's always really been good with words it's funny because me and my sister always get on to her about how she says certain things because yeah. she always has like the biggest words and chances are she's saying <laughs> it in like the most Nigerian way yeah. so you know a lot of Nigerians they, they
0: love they England, like... they
1: love off Big, big mm. grammatical words. But they always say them wrong. Yeah. And it's so funny because when you correct them, oh hell breaks it. Yeah, hey, that's how I say it. They know what I mean. all like right my like, but you're still saying it wrong. Like, yeah. you're, take the correction and let's move forward. Mm-hmm. So my mum's definitely been a driving force when it comes to that. And it's just, I don't know. It's it, I suppose it's the creative in me. Mm-hmm. My mind is constantly on 100. Um, yeah. So I, I come up with things every day. If, like it's not even just And it's weird you say Like I'm good with names Because I kid you not know, When I think of a name For thing, something I then think of a whole Business plan for yeah, Then I look at my bank account yeah. And then I'm like Whoa my bank account Don't match this business plan But it's going to come to life At yeah. some point Just not now It's okay We're going to put that On the back burner mm-hmm. We're going to add it To the book of Business plans <laughs> 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 I say book Because it's a lot But we're going to get there yeah. And yeah So it's just Because when I think about it I've got like I had the Jaloff Kitchen. Mm. No, sorry. I lied Jaloff Factory,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which has now snowballed into Angry Black Kitchen. Mm. Um, then there's like my show, Cook Talk, with mm. Angry Black Call Me. Mm. Um, then there's the Melanin Team, which is the fashion brand. Yeah. What else? And there are other things that I can't say now because <laughs> they're work in progress. Mm. But um, actually, I'm going to say it now because then I'm now inclined to do it. There's, Exclusive. Wumi. <laughs> There's Wumi and Duni, which is um, vlogs and a podcast. Um, yeah, so... Cute. Cute. I know, right? I'm so excited cute. for that. <laughs> um, now it's got to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows! Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just... It's what comes naturally to me. Mm. But, you know, I say that and I say it with so much confidence. But one thing I've struggled with is figuring out how to allow that to make money for me.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, and, as, and as much as so much of what I do is yeah. like some kind of business or whatever, um, that skill is something I want to own in on and like yeah. use it for other people as opposed to just myself, mm. because you could come to me with a business plan and or a business idea, and I could probably make it into an entire brand for you. Mm. Um, and it's something I'm considering doing with my mom. I'm just kind of ironing that out. But mm it's weirdly enough, I feel like that is where a lot lies for me. I just mm. don't know how to own in on it and yeah. make it a thing.
0: It's a common problem with creatives. But yeah,
1: that's something I've noticed. Mm. Um, but you know, but you learn. Life.
0: in time you learn, mm. you know, that's the, that's part of the process and you have to enjoy the process as well.
1: Really? Mm.
0: Like every, everything you do, you might do things. Okay you might make a mistake but mm-hmm. you learn from that mistake you learn, yeah I think lot of, we' creative it's quite hard because we have so many ideas but all the time we're scared to try them out oh, because we're scared of, fear, failure. of failure the fear um, of failure it's, it's it's really it's like poison because like uh, I don't know I don't want to bring in a so cultural many thing
1: branches to it, it definitely has a lot of cultural mm. um background um but I feel like it's a combination of the fear of failure there's the 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 whole thing of what will other people think. Yeah. There's also what I know I suffer from. Um mm-hmm. and I was listening to Kev on stage recently and he was mm-hmm. doing one of his like he does these things where he's sitting in his car and he talks yeah. for a few minutes. He's really amazing like it was the first one I listened to and it was and it was so weird because it came up on my Twitter as a notification and I was like why is that? He's like, okay, my stage just going live. I was like, mm. Mm. So I just clicked on it. And yeah. what he was talking about resonated with me so much. And he mentioned something called perfection paralysis. Oh. And I was like, yo, that, that it's a sense. thing. Yes. I'm not mad. Okay, we move. Because... I don't know if it's the Virgo in me. It's mm. definitely the Virgo in me, <laughs> but I am a perfectionist. Mm. And there's so many things I've not done or I've held out on doing for so long because it's not my vision of perfect. Yeah. Um, and I've also just finished reading the book Mindset mm. by Carol Estwick. Yeah. And that book is amazing. And people that suffer from perfection paralysis, you'll find that they tend to have a fixed mindset to a lot of things. Um, And you can't go far with a fixed mindset. Mm. Um, Yeah. So those two things have affected me in in ways that I'd rather they didn't. Mm. But now that I know it, we move. Um, But yeah, perfection paralysis is just basically not wanting to do anything until you think it's perfect but if you're being 100% honest you cannot yeah it's basically not wanting to do something until you feel it's 100% perfect Um, and most times you realise that you actually can't know if (laughs) if I scream (laughs) oh my god I'll say that okay
0: so
1: so Denny has kidnapped Uncle Jonathan for Uncle Duties And to be honest, these are parts of the perks You have a child and you have to accommodate them at all times And that in itself is something you have to learn Jonathan's going to listen to this and be like, oh wow, I didn't know this was here <laughs> i now I'm talking to myself at this point. It's something I actually do all the time. I start a podcast while talking to myself. Oh, shit. Jonathan! Yeah? I just had the most amazing idea and I've got it all on the- <laughs> about it. You're gonna have it when you listen to the recording. Oh my God. Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a short intermission.
1: We are now back.
0: We are back. Um, <laughs> cool. So I'm going to move on. Um, uh, so we just... You mentioned all these different brands that you have. Mm. Yeah. I was going to ask you how you juggled them. Um, Good <laughs>
1: question.
0: But let's, let's talk about what they offer. So there's... You love cooking. Yeah. yeah. So how did that come about? Uh,
1: of course, my whole life, mate. <laughs> Out of a necessity. <laughs> um, so my mum... Uh, has catered since I was uh, young. Okay. Um. So, jollof rice was one of the first things I learned has cooked cook because my mum used to cater to cats in the city. Mm. Um, you know, they used to order jollof rice in bulk and that's what they used to oh, sell wow. to, you know, people in the city. I was going to say my does something that. else. But, um, yeah, so, um she did that for years and she had a really good contract with a uh, big that had quite a few branches in the city. Um so did that for years. Years. Up until quite recently, if I'm being really mean- I say quite recently, up until like maybe just before, just after Duny was born. Mm. Um so that was like the start, and obviously she used to do just general cooking all the time. And she wasn't really like your typical whole party caterer, but she cooked. Um And yeah, so I've just always loved cooking. If I'm being honest, my love for cooking also comes from a place of how much I love eating. So um, you get a lot of people that cook that will tell you, oh, they cook, but they don't really eat their food. Mm -hmm. I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) I cook. I've seen something I want, but I know chances are it's not going to taste exactly how I want or I've mm. tasted something somewhere, but I feel like, oh no, I can do that better. Mm. Then I go home and I uh. make it and it's better. And I'm like, yep, yeah, <laughs> I'm the shit bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's really how I am with, like, it, it brings me so much joy Every time I cook something um, there's just this little dance that happens. Like when I taste it I'm like, mm. yes, I've done it. Yeah. It always, and it's like as much as I cook, like something like jollof rice, mm. best believe that mm-hmm. as much as I'm extremely methodical in cooking, so things that I cook over and over again, I have a way that it goes yeah. down, so I get it right every time. But occasionally, sometimes I, you know, switch it up a tiny little bit, <laughs> and I throw in something I don't usually throw in just to see if I still got the touch, and yeah. I do, <laughs> um, and it still excites me.
0: Speaking of jollof, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's yeah. my tea or long grain.
1: That's my <sighs> okay. Basmati all the way. Um, people that complain about basmati and jollof rice because they don't know how to cook the problem. Yeah, like, like, exactly. Please. That's it's I, really I that simple. The same. Because you guys put too much water in it, it becomes mm-hmm. waterlogged, and then basmati does that thing where it. it Risotto. Yeah, and that's not what nobody's trying to cook for mm. but because you don't know how to cook properly, you think long grain is the best. Long grain is thick and chunky and it's just not <laughs> nice. Like, who <laughs> wants Tolly Boy in their vascular jollof rice? Mm. And a lot of these people that say this, I'll give them jollof rice and they'll go to heaven, I'll come back. Like something I say with my chest, nobody can at me. I cook the best jollof you will ever eat. If you want
0: I probably have jollof as well. Did I don't know. You have it last time I came to yours? I did. Yeah, you did. You definitely it did. It was. Of course, it it was correct. <laughs> it's
1: correct. It's correct, Jollof. Um, there's nobody that's gonna come at me and say, nah they've had my Jollof first and it wasn't the best."
0: And there's something about your cooking, yeah. Because hmm. you, you're what is known as a conscious eater. Is that what yes, it is? I
1: call myself a conscious eater. Um, we're gonna get into this, but before I do that, I'm gonna do a disclaimer. Please, if you ever see me in public eating chicken, it's not your personal problem, so turn your face. <laughs> um, yeah, so I call myself a conscious eater, so I am extremely conscious about what I consume. Um and I, I stay educated on it oh, yeah. just because it's like something like red meat I don't eat. There's oh. no there's no way, no how you're gonna catch me eating a hamburger or beef burger, whatever oh, yeah. it is they call themselves. Don't do it. Don't fuck with red meat in Mm. any way, shape or form. Doesn't mean I can't cook it. Mm. I'll probably still cook it better than those that eat it every Mm. day. But I just don't consume it because meat takes an extensive period of time, in some cases up to 72 hours to digest Mm. completely. Um, The way our digestive system is also made up, our digestive system is not straight. It's very squiggly, squiggly. So that has to travel Mm. through that whole curvy, 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 is it your intestines, is it your short, long, whichever one it is? It sure has to travel through this thing mm. and then come out of you. So something that takes 72 hours to just digest. In a traditional African diet, we consume meat on a daily basis. Yeah. There is constantly stale meat in your body. Mm. And then people wonder why they have body odour. Mm. Toxins. Like, I don't use deodorant. There's there's this discussion I always see Twitter <laughs> all the time about, oh, you people don't know how to use deodorant. Guys, That's a personal service that me. Make sure you use deodorant. I don't use deodorant. And there's no one on the face of this earth that will tell you they've ever met me and I stunk. Mm-hmm. It's, it's based on your what you con- It's what you consume because the smell that is coming out of you is toxins. Mm-hmm. You sweat to release toxins. Those toxins are the things that are In your body at that time. Mm. If you have a dead animal sitting in you, dying even more in your stomach and you think you're not going to stink, you're somewhere else. Mm. And this is why also with like your traditional uncles, your politicians, your Mm. your traditional African men, they have their big beer bellies. Mm. They eat meat on a day and then they eat shitloads of it too. Yeah it ain't going nowhere because they're doing no exercise. What's a gym? <laughs> gym, okay. Guinea gym. What is a gym to an it's African gym. uncle? Do you know what I mean? Mm. They don't even walk. They literally <laughs> go from their, their the house, house the car. to the car. That's, chances are if they live in a traditional Nigerian home, the guy is right by the door. Yeah. The most walking they do is from their bedroom to their front door.
0: Yeah.
1: Up to the door of their car. Mm. And then they're driven around the whole day. And so it's it's just it's just my thing is I'm not one of these people that's like oh don't eat this don't Mm -hmm. do that I don't consume dairy I don't consume red meat um when I do eat chicken I go on long breaks of not having it for an extensive period of time just to kind of regulate my body Mm because I feel like it's important um fish yeah fish is one also it's a matter of regulation um and I'm really big on, you know, using fruit and veg as much as you can. Mm. Um, yeah. And th- and that's just really it. It's just about, I feel like it's just necessary for you to know what certain foods do to your body. Like processed foods, don't mm. fuck with it. Can't remember the last time I ate McDonald's. McDonald's now, if I, though I was on the train and someone walked past me McDonald's. And honestly, I was just like gagging. Like the mm. smell of McDonald's, just makes me sick. My child does not eat McDonald's. Mm. And she will tell you, I don't eat McDonald's because it's not real food. It's not yeah. food. Food that cannot be eaten by mold should not be mm. in your body.
0: I saw that someone left McDonald's in the chat. McDonald's does
1: not get moldy. Mm. That doesn't make That's sense. Not How does your body now digest that? Yeah. These are the questions people should be asking. But and you can't blame people. It's convenience, you yeah. know. It's it's the cost because a lot of people assume that healthy eating is also mad expensive. Yeah. There was a guy on Twitter, uh, I believe his name is Kalechi, I don't know him, don't follow him. That was telling you people that you can really eat food for thirty pound a month. And you know, I go, I do most of my shopping in Lidl mm. and Aldi, and it's affordable. Yeah. It, it can be. Obviously, if we're now talking superfoods and all the, you know, what the. I have this bad tendency of always shout wanting to shout Caucasians. What the Western <laughs> world have said to you is now a superfood and it's fancy and they put some skyrocket price on mm. it and they make it difficult for you to eat. Then then we have an issue. Yeah. But if we're talking, you know, just going to, go go to the local Asian or African shop. Mm. Okwa's there. And, do you know, like these things are there yeah. for you to eat and they're not, Stupid vices. Mm. Buy a big bag of Rice and lentils And all these exactly. things Like there There's so many ways To eat And it not be unhealthy Yeah Fizzy drinks Cut that shit out um, Processed foods Cut that shit out Minimize your Meat intake it, it, You know what I'm not going to give lessons, I'm not going to tell you How to eat But just be conscious With it That's my mm-hmm. thing And this is why I'm, I, I don't I don't like to subscribe To any kind of mm. Titles Or labels Or whatever Yeah um, so I don't I, tch, being a v- ve- i being a vegan is doing a disservice to real vegans out mm. there because veganism is a lot more than standing outside the sea world and saying, mm. uh, protect the fishes or eating vegetables every day. Veganism is a whole movement in itself yeah. it's not consuming meat in itself. The byproducts of any animals mm. wearing it, like you're not meant to have leather sofas, you're not meant to wear leather shoes, you're not. Mm. Anything that's leather is not. Anything that is a byproduct, anything that they use, even 1% of an animal to make, is not a vegan lifestyle. So yeah. if you call yourself a vegan, a lot of people that use the term vegans are not vegans. Mm. M- majority of them are not vegan yeah, very few of them are. At, so this is why I'm very conscious of not doing a disservice to these mm-hmm. people because it's like they're out there and they're doing their thing and yeah. kudos to them mm-hmm. I'm not I, I don't do it I can't do it Yeah. but I'm conscious of everything I do
0: yeah.
1: it, and and that's the most important thing
0: what I wanted to talk about in terms of like the healthy eating and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff there's of health benefits how do you think that helps like in terms of like you creatively are there for creatives but obviously it's easy let's say you're like a freelance designer or something and you're home working from home mm. and or let's say you're like me you like to design really late in the evening mm-hmm. um it's so easy to go on like uber eats or delivery or whatever mm-hmm. it is and order something like i do it all the time absolutely. so yeah. so it's just like oh because of the convenience of mm-hmm, it yeah absolutely but in terms of preparing your food because obviously you're helping creators pursue their passion you also have to live longer yeah <laughs> to enjoy your passion yeah. so like are there any useful tips that you can give to people that want to basically be more manage what they take in
1: um more, better i'll be honest with you and i'm not going to say what you'd expect me to say mm-hmm. meal prep i don't meal prep mm. um I'm capable of doing it. I just don't do it because, you know, in my case, I have a child. So meal prepping is kind of obsolete. Because then if I'm meal prepping, I'm meal prepping for two. And then the containers mm. are not small enough. And then it's a whole different ballgame. Um, I cook in bulk. Mm. I will cook the pack pot of stew. Stew goes with everything in yeah. an African diet. You know, you've now got stew that you can have with white rice. You've now got stew that you can have with quinoa. You've now got stew that you can really put on pasta if you're feeling that way inclined. You now have stew that you can if you decide to make Eba, you now have stew you can make mm. with Ebba or yam or Amala or whatever Okay, float your boat. Mm. Um stew is once you have stew, you have food. Mm. Cook stews. Yeah. Uh uh if you're not of African heritage, uh, stew being the red kind of stew that you get. Um uh what else do I do? Um and I just always make sure there's things that, you know, I'm not a big... I'm a big fan of... Okay. So I'm a big fan of cooking to eat, mm. if that makes sense. So yeah. I don't like to reheat food. I like cooking fresh food. That's, the, that's what I okay. said as opposed to cooking. Yeah, I like to cook my food fresh. So I'm not one to, like, boil rice in bulk and, mm. and have white rice sitting. I'd rather cook a pot of fresh rice. Yeah. Um, personally if you know that you're not one of those people choose a day to cook stuff that can last you a week steam all your broccoli steam and not boil Mm. steam all your broccoli for the week um boil your rice your pasta whatever it is um you don't have to break it up into certain things but if they're all there in your fridge in your space that's what you're gonna eat fruit and veg is your best friend in terms of snacking Like if I want a snack, I'm going to get some grapes or some oranges as opposed to picking up, I was going to say a pack of crisps, but that's a lie because I can eat a shitload of crisps. (laughs) Um, As opposed to packing up, you know, sweets and stuff like that uh, and chocolates and stuff, fruits and veg. Um, And there's a lot of veg that's like so quick to make. Something like a sweet potato. If I'm looking for something really quick and I don't, grab one sweet potato Stab it with some holes, put it in the oven for like 20 minutes and you've got a sweet jacket potato mm-hmm. in no time. Put whatever filling it is, if it's just stew, you have put stew inside it. Yeah. Chances are you're going to have some tuna or some mushrooms. You know, yeah. it depends on how fancy you you want to go with it. But it's little things like that. Like a lot, of, a lot of people don't cook because as far as they're concerned, cooking is like this massive, tedious task. I can cook four people a meal in record time. Mm. Also, that's come from a place of me enjoying it and me having methods to cook in most of these things. But they're easy ways to cook the things that people assume take so long. It takes me an hour and like 15 minutes to cook a pot of jollof rice. And an hour of that is the actual cooking time. Do you know what I mean? So if you take away the whole, it's going to take so long thing from your head. And that's where mindset comes into play with Mm. a lot of this stuff. Your mindset towards cooking is how you're going to see. A lot of people see cooking as a task and a lot of my friends, especially then they see me cooking and they're like, oh shit, it wasn't that
0: mm. really
1: not that hard. Like I can cook you a bucket of fried chicken in no time.
0: Yeah.
1: But this is not to, if me saying that kind of discredits people that, you know, say they don't have the Well, no, it doesn't. Cause I don't have the time. I have a whole child. I have, mm. I have everything I do on the side. If I'm working at that time, the work I'm actually expected to do for my employer at the time, and then I have a child that's another full time job, so no one really has time as an excuse, mm. it's your mind, it's yeah. really your mind. And I've come to learn that. And there's I don't know if you've heard of the Rice at Home podcast. Um, Amma on there has a book about uh ebook out about mindset, and I've not read it yet, but from what I've seen, Amma's mind like, I've n- I've known of Amma for like over a year now and I've seen her kind of give her life a 360 mm. mainly based on changing her mindset. Yeah. And that's like the starting point for yeah. most things. For for literally, not for most things, I'm really downplaying it for everything. Mm. Your mind is your power. Exactly. People fail to realise how freaking powerful your mm. mind is. It's all in your head. It's every. Everything mm-hmm. is in your head. Yeah. And once you eliminate that factor, that, that factor of self-doubt, and I can't, and mm-hmm. oh no, it's not possible, and you change that mindset, everything's gonna be a breeze. Mm-hmm. And I say this as someone like anybody that's really close to me will be like, oh but last week called me, you were mad depressed about X, Y, Z. Okay, that's cool. But at the same time, I'm also very conscious of I, I'm able to come out of these states. Because I'm aware of the power my mind has and I I use that to my advantage. There is nothing wrong with you having four or five down days. That's cool. Mm. There's seven days in a week. If you have four days and on the fourth day you're like, oh shit, no, when we get it together and you get it together, you still have three days to make up for the week. Mm. And in those three days, depending on how powerful you're willing to utilize your mind, how much you're willing to utilize your mind, You can do in those three days what you would have done in the whole week. Mm. Depends on how you wanna approach it. Exactly. So, yeah, that's my tip. Cook in bulk and stop telling yourself it's hard because it's Mm. really not.
0: Exactly. And because it's it's so transferable, that thought process from like cooking for yourself so that you can survive, Mm -hmm. it's transferable to everything else that you do. Mm -hmm. If you just change your mindset and be like, okay, I can actually, this is actually possible. Because all the stuff that we try and make. Really difficult in our head. It's like okay, this sounds really difficult and impossible oh, to do. But when you start, when you actually write everything down, you're like actually, it's not actually it's that complicated. That exactly. And it's doable.
1: Mhm.
0: You just, you just have to realize that you can actually do it.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. Um, Angry black kitchen.
1: Angry Blair Kitchen
0: Yes Keeping
1: his shit on (laughs) brand
0: Yeah Tell me a bit more Uh, about that one
1: I'm I'm just gonna quickly Before I continue Before anyone comes and disturbs Jonathan I have a really potty mouth So when I (laughs) say these things I'm so sorry Everyone I work with Is always like You swear a lot don't you I'm like yeah I do I have to give my child 50p every time I swear So she's not actually Going to listen to this podcast (laughs) when (laughs) it comes up She's making bank <laughs> off of me. Um, but yeah, Angry Black Kitchen. Angry Black Kitchen, obviously from the name, as you can tell, it's literally keeping it on brand with Angry Black Womie. It's Angry Black Womie's kitchen. Mm. Um, and it's really that simple. Um What was the question, sir?
0: It just tell me a bit about, more about it. it. Yeah,
1: so basically it's just woman cooking and woman making sure everyone else. Gets to taste that food, basically, mm. at a price, obviously, because nothing's true. We had a charity up yeah. in here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, so I launched my website this year at the yeah. end of January, f- mm, beginning of February. Um, and for so long, I'll be real with you. For the longest time. Everyone's always like, oh, why don't you cook? Do you care? Or do you do that? And I was like, no, 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 I don't do it because I enjoy cooking and I don't want to lose the passion. Mm. But realistically, if you're able to say, yes, I do cook for a price and um, I only do a certain type of mm-hmm. cooking, or you can still keep that passion. exactly. Um, and, and there we go. There was my mindset hindering me because I always kept saying, I always kept turning down, I was like, no, 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 I don't want to cook because, you know, when you turn cooking into a business, my theory was once I turn the cooking thing into a business, I'm going to lose a passion for it. It's a lie just don't take on what you, I, I've made sure it, I've made the business aspects of my cooking very niche. So I would cook for corporate events, Um, you know, because they tend to be, one, they pay good. <sighs> And yeah. secondly, you know, they're, they're not, you know, a whole party for 500 people. Mm. You won't catch me doing weddings. You won't catch me doing mm. big old stress birthday. Any one thing that's going to cause me stress and they're asking me for four coolers of meat, pepe soup, that. I'm yeah. not doing that. I'm I'm not some like large scale thing. Mm. But when it's small events, so like if someone said to me, oh, they're doing an event for like 100 people. Yeah, let's go. Mm. I got you. I did a baby shower last week went really well it was like 40 people or so mm-hmm. they love the food I've got another booking off the back of that for Brilliant. a surprise birthday party but and and my thing is anything where I'm looking at more than a certain amount of to me for me it's like saying what you're capable of doing and sticking to that because um, I never want to find myself in a situation where because I want to prove... I know I've got nothing to prove, realistically. It's, it's, mm. it's never going to be a case of me doing, overdoing, because I want to prove to someone, because I know I have nothing to prove. Mm. Um, I know what my kitchen, what my food is worth. I know it's good quality. Yeah. I never want to have to compromise on that, because when you're now doing something large scale, you're... It, it, comprom- compromising is inevitable when it comes to food. Mm. You're going to have to, because the kind of ingredients I'd use if I'm cooking for 50 people is not the level of quality of ingredients I'm going to use if I'm cooking for 500 people, because I'm going to want to make money off of that, enough Mm -hmm. money off of the back of that, if that makes sense. So that's where, like, your business mind needs to be in play, because I could go to the market and buy one box of certain ingredients, and it would be enough for that. But then Mm -hmm. if I'm now cooking for 500 say that box was is usually like £12. Well, I'm cooking for 500 I'm going to need maybe eight boxes. So then I'm now going to want it to be more cost-effective. I'm not going to want to spend £12 a box. I'm going to look for something cheaper. And that's when, you know, the quality goes down and you're looking yeah. for shortcuts. And then yeah. you're like, oh, instead of making that jollof sauce, why don't I make the jollof sauce and add some water? And yeah. things like this. And th- these are things I've seen and things that I know is what you have to do because you're not going to want to stress yourself that much. So it's a matter of what I've done with this, with my angry black kitchen is I've made sure I don't ever want to be in a situation where I have to compromise the quality of my food to meet the demand. Yeah. So if it's out of my jurisdiction, I'm going to say, yo, you know, I'm not that kind of events caterer. Mm. I don't do weddings. Mm. I can point you in the direction of a wedding caterer because those are two different things. Yeah. Um, And you don't have to dominate every avenue. It's okay to say no. And I feel like a lot of people don't Uh. want to agree to that. It's really okay to say no. It's important to say Mm -hmm. no, to be honest. Because if I fuck up that wedding, (laughs) it's going to come back to me. Someone's going to say, ah, no. Uh, When I had that that feud at the wedding, it was this, it was that. Uh. And then that trickles down. And then it's like, I'm either having to defend myself or I'm potentially losing customers because coming out of people's mouths the word of mouth that people are getting is not the standard that people are used to hearing so then your whole business comes into question I don't even want to be in that situation so um, yeah but yeah Angry Back Kitchen events catering corporate events small scale events you know intimate events kind of thing Mm. Um, and obviously the menu is vast there's custom menus I'm I also do like a bulk food service Mm so say for instance a bachelor like you (laughs) said oh wummy, well what it is is i need foods to last me for the month um and i hope say okay i'll cook you a two liter container of stew Mm. jollof rice but like like i said with something like stew you have now everything else is on you you know Mm. i'm sure you're capable of boiling rice Mm. i'm sure you're capable of putting on the kettle and making some earbuds, but you've got mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where like food uh, so I do like stews, egusi soups, all that kind of stuff. Um and then there's also like desserts, so I do brownies. I've perfected my brownie Brownies are the only desserts I do. Um uh, as well as I should, as... should order some for today. <laughs> 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 I'm kicking myself. Um, uh. I actually owe you moi, moi. Um, oh, yeah, you do that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, so brownies and ice cream. Um, I do like a homemade ice cream, which Ooh. is really amazing. But I do need to buy myself an ice cream maker, taking their donations. So, you know, <laughs> I'll get Jonathan to put the link to my PayPal. And, you it. know, anybody that wants to bless me, thank you. <laughs> um, I want to get myself an ice cream maker because my ice cream is actually pretty amazing. It's non-dairy, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, Uh, but brownies and ice cream are like desserts that I specialize in because I know that they're A1 and Mm. my thing is, it's okay to say, okay, on my dessert menu, there's only this, but I know it's the best one you're ever going to taste and it's going to be worth it. Mm. But if you're looking for another kind of dessert, you know, there's drip bakery, there's Mm. eat with Ali. I I don't have a problem with pointing people in the direction of Mm. other people if it's not something I'm capable of. And I feel like that's something people need to learn that, so many people, I will never compromise on my, the quality of anything I do. I think it's yeah. important not to do that because that then affects your name. In affects everyone's building a name for themselves. And if you can't do something, say you can't do it. Don't make a fool out like of yourself mm-hmm. because that's on you. Yeah, definitely.
0: I wish we had time to go through all the stuff that you did because you do so much more. Um, um you have Cook Talks.
1: Cook Talks, my YouTube show. Um, it's basically uh, so there's season one out now, season two is God willing coming towards the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna kind of switch it up a little bit. So, Cook Talk, how it w- the premise of it was, you know, having conversations over a home cooked meal, mm-hmm. um, on social topics. The only thing that's gonna change is the, what we're discussing. Um, I wanna change it from social topics to just learning about people. So, almost like a mm-hmm. podcast esque mm-hmm. kind of thing, yeah. like what we're doing right now, but with prominent people mm-hmm. within our communities as opposed to me trying to discuss social topics because I feel like there are now a lot of shows and platforms that are discussing social topics mm-hmm. and everywhere is just becoming kind of like an echo chamber because there's so many people discussing these things. but yeah, the same thing over and over again Yeah, but, well. and, and the thing is, yeah, we're having the same thing and, and are we really changing anything. anything? And it's like, how long are we going to talk before our uh, esophagus becomes <laughs> And it's like... Our voice cords are all like mangled up. Okay, we'll discuss this. What's changed? Mm. You know, we've been discussing shit for a long time. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of straying away from that. The premise of it is still going to be the same. You know, whoever comes into my kitchen, will cook a meal with me, and we'll sit down and we'll just talk about their story. learn about them, how they've gotten there. You know, I want to be able to inspire people. I want to be able to help people get to where they want to get to. Um, and I feel like food. My my main belief is. Food connects everyone Like If you put a good Food or something In front of me I'm, I'm the happiest You'll get, get me to be Like Food makes me happy yeah. And I want to believe Food makes a lot of people happy mm. And depending on Their relationship with food There's also the relationship People have with food That's something you have to consider But that's yeah. a whole different board, yeah. um, And then So that's Cook Talks um, That's on YouTube 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 YouTube, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> um, That's on YouTube um, There is There is the Melanin Team, which is a fashion brand. Um, it's a fashion brand I started last year off the back of my daughter going onto the Channel 4 secret life of a five-year-old. Um, and when she w- went there for her first day, um, it just said, um, she had said to me, oh, mum, I'm going to be the only black girl there. And I was like, hmm, where mm-hmm. does that come from? So I was like, okay, oh. so I just designed this little shirt that just had like a picture of a little girl in Puffs, just something. Yeah. So I was like, so I made it, I printed it off and I put the melon in the team because it was like something me and my mum and my sister used to like say at home all the mm. time. Um, it was nothing major. Put it on a jumper, printed them out, just two. It was, it was honestly nothing. Got there and they didn't let her wear it. And I was wow. like, I'm begging your pardon. Why? If she had, if she had coolest monkey in the jungle for me, it would it, <laughs> be fine. Nonsense. Nah. So I went back And then I made a whole brand. And so it's basically a brand that visually represents us for us, by us. And the premise, the main, the the other major pushing point behind this is in light of the shit that brands like H&M Gucci and all of these other rubbish people do, um, where they're using our oppression as means of making money and and using our oppression and and the things, the traumatic experiences of black people As fashion statements, in inverted commas, Mm. Um, it's disgusting, and it's like we all say we want to boycott these places, and we don't. Mm. That's another discussion. But there's no brands. Okay, so there's. I don't think there's like a brand you can say yeah, you want to go to because, and you want to go and wear this one because they are almost like a in protest of those brands. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense um so I just wanted the brand that represents us without using our trauma and and that's kind of what I'm trying to make the Melon team I'm going to reword that statement and that is what I am making the Melon that's what the Melon team is going to be
0: yeah
1: um what else is there then there's Wumi and Duni which is basically the day in the life of me and my child (laughs) um that's a work in progress but it's coming to your screens and your, your your ears very soon um yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. That,
0: that, and more to come, uh, More
1: to come, yeah.
0: Okay. Def- 100%. <laughs> um, A lot more to come. Thanks for everything. This has been really good. This has been very insightful. It's been very different because, um, like, I I was trying to bring someone different in the, mm-hmm. on each episode. Yeah. And yours has been the most unique.
1: Oh, you see... When I tell you, if you don't fuck with angry black women, you're missing <laughs> out. Like, it's literally your own loss. Because, yeah. it's, look, it's, this it's, man, I'm <laughs>
0: different. Uh, it's just the way you, like, Um, people expect me to bring on people that are doing, like, marketing or designers mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're doing all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But when I bring someone, and we're, we're talking about the stuff you eat mm-hmm. and what's coming through your body and mm-hmm. how, the, how you respond to that, mm-hmm. people don't expect that to be transferable to what they're doing creatively. Yeah. yeah. So, like... It's been great. It's been amazing. Tip of the day.
1: Tip of the day. <laughs> ah, I knew this was coming. And with all this talking I've done, I've still not prepared myself. My tip of the day. Um...
0: I can go first if you want to. Do one yeah, thing. go on. Okay. So um, I discovered it this week. And um, it's a web app called <laughs> Miller Notes. Okay. M-I-L-A, Notes. And um what it does is basically like uh on screen kind of brainstorming okay. kind of thing. So if you have an idea, what you can do is that you can um you can start like how Pinterest is mm-hmm. or how um if you're into if you've ever used Trello before or whatever, mm-hmm. you have a board and um you can add like comments to it and you can add pictures to it. But what you can do, let's say you're trying to Think of a brand And you're looking for inspiration mm. um, You can literally go to um, a website And if you have the extension You can say add to middle note And you can go back to the web to the page And then it will be there on the side For you to just drag and drop Okay. And if you want to add pictures as well You can just search for pictures oh. And then you can put them in And then you can add comments to it And it's like a really good way to brainstorm oh, And I've nice. started using it at work So that okay. I can find some inspiration mm. and stuff um, So creatively If you're trying to think of any ideas It's actually a very good is it free? Use, it's free It's free it's free. Okay. it's
1: free I feel like that's always important Especially When you're In, <laughs> it's in that if it's, if it's
0: not free I won't use it Okay um, Unless I really need it Frugal man I try man
1: <laughs> It's hard in the streets It's hard Um.
0: um yeah So that's my tip
1: okay. of the day Okay um, My tip of the day
0: It could
1: be like Anything Okay My tip of the day Is I've said this like Four times now It's fine Hmm.
0: Or if you want to If you want to double down On something you've said already That's also That's also allowed
1: My tip of the day Is live by the four agreements And if you've not Read that book Read the book It's a really small book And it's a really quick read Depending on how fast you are. <laughs> um The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I might have mixed this th- Yeah, I think it. that's it. Don Miguel Ruiz. Um but the four agreements will come up. And it's literally a book yeah, you're right. that states the four agreements, which are be impeccable with your word, don't assume, um, I can't remember the other two I've got it on my wall At home as well That's funny <laughs> But um So Those two are the m- Most important ones To me personally Yeah Um Does it have like, Pause your phone for a minute Because I go. feel like a waste man Not the <laughs> yeah. Wait Let's see The full agreement Okay can you can you literally Google the four agreements? I have okay, to say them and I have to break them down. <laughs> but um, yeah, the that's four, literally my tip for the day. For gets me through
0: a lot. Agreement. Four agreements. Cool. Oh, jeez. There we go. Four agreements. Let's see if I can actually find the actual agreements. What are the four yes. agreements? Be impeccable with your word. Hey, I'll let okay. you read it.
1: Right, so be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. It mm. sounds so simple, but if you put that in everything you do, it will get you far. And I'll use myself as an example here. I'm extremely impeccable with my word. Anything I say, I try to, is, I'm, I always stay true to. So anyone that knows me knows that I don't say something that I don't like or I don't, Mm. I don't fuck with. I just don't say it because I feel like it's so important that because if someone then says to you, oh, yeah, but last week you said you never catch me in that kind of situation. Because Mm. if I ain't fucking with it or if I don't like it or whatever the case may be, I don't, I don't say it. Mm. Um, Don't take anything personally. I'm someone that lives, now lives by, for so long I I, I cared so much about what other people thought of me yeah. and definitely hindered me in life and it put, put me in situations <clears throat> that I never needed to be in. Um, so now, like this whole concept of, you know, gossiping and, mm. and how oh, this person said this about you, none of that affects me. And that's what keeps me moving smoothly. I don't care for any, however you feel, especially in this day and age where a lot of people won't say this to your face or mm-hmm. they'd say it behind the keyboard. It's like, mm-hmm. that don't bother me. I don't take it personally because it's a, it's actually a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself all the yeah. time. So that's your own personal problem. When you're ready to deal with that within yourself, you go and do that work for yourself. It doesn't affect mm-hmm. me in any way. Don't make assumptions. That's one that I'm working on. But I've been in many situations where the assumptions I've made have affected things that mean a lot to me. So I think I'm at a place where I can say I have learned not to make assumptions. Like I will literally ask you if you say something to me and I don't want to cause a scene, I'll say to you, please explain what you mean before yeah. I react. Because what I'm assuming you mean and what you could mean could be two different things. And then obviously the reactions to that will be two different things. Yeah. If it turns out you meant what I thought then that's fine. And then I can react accordingly. But if you meant something else, but I reacted based on my assumption, I could have ruined something that need not be ruined. Yeah. And always do your best. Um, And I was just having this conversation with my daughter in the car. I was like, I am anything I do. I do at my best, but I can always be better. Mm. Um, and that goes in line with the whole fixed and growth mindset thing. um, Fixed mindset, people think they're the best. They think they've reached the top and there's no way, nothing above that. But me, I'm a great at everything I do, but I can also always improve yeah. on everything, every time. And that's so important because it's like, if you know you're putting your all in that moment, that's fine. But if you know you can go back and improve on that, being in a space of growth mindset will allow you to be better or utilise yourself a lot better the next time. Um, so yeah, read the four agreements. And live by the full agreements Be impeccable with your word Don't take anything personally Don't make assumptions And always do your fucking best
0: Hey Here Mind drop. Amazing Thank you for coming um, If you have anything you want to Oh yeah you're doing you're, taking, um, you're off social media for Lent aren't you
1: I'm off social media for Lent But
0: But how will
1: What we're going to do follow? is You're all going to follow me Angry Black call me on Twitter Angry Black call me on Instagram The Melanin team on Twitter The Melanin team on Instagram Um, angry black kitchen on Instagram, angry black kitchen on Facebook. Um, and like I said, I am always accepting donations. So (laughs) paypal.me slash ABW 99. I'll put it in the description. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, if you also, if you want to contact me, reach out to me on any of those platforms. Um, but for the meantime I'm actually off social media so I don't know when this episode is going to come out but if it's before the end of Lent you're better off emailing me at hello at cool
0: ah. awesome and if you want to contact me it's underscore OJ Harper on Twitter and Instagram and hello at ojharper.com is my email and um, ojharper.com is my email address because <laughs> 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 We've, we've had an extra special guest. <laughs> come, say podcast. come say hello. Hi.
1: Hello.
0: Come say hello. Come to the mic. Come to
1: the Introduce mic. Introduce yourself. Who are you? A Denny. Who's a Denny? A Denny. Oh my god, no, that's. Angry. 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 Because angry. I'm angry sometimes. A Denny. I mean, black. Because I am black. I'm Disney because it's my name. <laughs> hey, <that's a laughs> and who great are you? Introduction. I'm um, a Dimmi Dosimriati. I have a YouTube channel with my mum. Do you? We don't have a YouTube channel yet, but apparently we do, so we're gonna get that off the road. Your <laughs> woman's daughter, she's my daughter. She's my she's my driving force. She's my inspiration. My helper. My helper. My assistant My sous chef
0: <laughs>
1: Also the biggest stress in my life But you know We good
0: We good We Hey what's... Oh, you? Girl? What are you doing Girl what are you doing Anyway thanks for listening guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean
0: I'm about to sign off Before everything just falls apart <laughs> Well thank you so much for coming with me And obviously I'll have you back And stuff Say bye
1: Bye Bye Bye-bye. Bye <laughs> bye 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 Bye